Famcast Media. Bitch. Ladies and gentlemen, introduce the chocolate stalking. And the hot dog flavored water. It's a podcast. Bring it on. And welcome to another episode of Chocolate Starcast. I'm your host, D Rotten, along with the main man. LA's old scribble in the house. Yeah, motherfuckers. And this is episode uh, nine? Is it nine? Eight? Eight, I think. No, let me see. I don't know. I'm losing fucking Trizac. It's another episode that that didn't take a month and a half. Well, People will be happy. It's. I think it's episode nine. It's episode nine. Yeah, nine. Okay. New New Eve, You know, number nine. One away from double nine, digits. Nine, 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 nine. So what's going on, brother man? How you doing, man? What's up, man? I'm good. Just fucking. Uh... I'm hyped to fucking do another Limp Bizkit episode. You know what I mean? Last episode, we were talking about how we want to, you know, keep being consistent with the podcast. And here we are, dropping another one. Yeah. And, and hopefully, we'll continue to do this, you know, twice a month. Sometimes, you know, sometimes, Drop. like, what? We'll drop another one. We got the fans out there, bro. Fucking they're happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought you were, were cutting out for a second. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I just want to keep doing this shit. And uh, other than that, I've just been working on music. And uh, we just dropped a music video or a lyric video for my song with uh, Marcos, Curiel. Um, it's Vampire Tactics. And that shit's at 5,000 hits in a couple of days. So that's pretty fucking good. That's the, that's the homie so from POD, doing, right? Yes, sir. Right. So everyone go check, check out that song. It's a fucking banger. And uh, Word, there we go, there yep. we go. <laughs> What's been popping with you? Nothing really, man. I just, you know, my regular fucking bullshit, my shoulder pain and shit, man, freaking out and stuff, you know, and, you know, getting, got a job, you know, got to go take a piss test uh, tomorrow. Now, now, D doesn't, D thinks he's going to, he's going to pass his piss test, even though he smoked weed like two weeks ago. Smoke weed every day. Ah, man. <laughs> I love that fucking clip, bro. You know, I, I mean, dude, I mean, hey, man, if I pass, I pass. If I fail, I fail, bro, because I still got unemployment rolling in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to me, no, it's, no it's, to me it's a fucking win-win, bro. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, and uh, also, too, um, uh, you said you were hanging out with a, with a, with a cool homie that I saw on uh, Instagram, uh, yeah, uh, your uncle um, Abel. Yeah, yeah, me and Abel. Um, what is it? Thursday, Tuesday, we went and uh, went to LA and had tacos. Yeah, I, uh, I, I saw in his IG. He's like, he's like, I can't believe I'm going on. I can't believe I'm going back to work and I'm on a plane going to Chicago to fucking start setting up for Limp Biscuit tour. Yeah, uh, and and I don't know if you just saw. He just posted a picture uh, of the the drum set he set up. It's, it's oh. pretty simplistic, you know what I mean? It's a pretty simple set compared to what he was doing for, like, Ray Luzier. Oh, yeah, Limp, Limp, Limp Biscuit just got the regular five-piece, you know, and fucking cymbals. Ray was just, like, yeah, out of this world no crazy, shit. No crazy shit with a bunch of fucking 
technological shit that you got to hook up and fuck it. You know what I mean? It's not a big complicated fucking issue like it was. Or it like it appeared to be when, you know, he was with Ford. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, shit, it looked like he was fucking uh, forging, like, fucking, like, a fucking brand new fucking sword or something, bro. Like, what, was is, is, what is he, is he like, does he like that? How do you use, like, a, what do they call that, a fucking blowtorch? Or what is that, a, what what the fuck is that, bro? That you fucking, uh, that you fucking burn metal with or something with the fire? Yeah, a blowtorch. A blowtorch, yeah. You know, okay, yeah. I mean, is he a welder? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is is fucking able a welder? You know. Like, uh, well, welcome to the Limp Biscuit podcast, where it takes us about five minutes to think of the word welder. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, it's it's like it's like what are your qualifications? Able drumming, welding. You know, it's like, damn, dude. Yeah, yeah. So, so me, me and him kicked it before he went. Um, had the bombest tacos. Anybody in L.A. If you're coming to L.A., go to. Pencho in Mexico. It's of the fucking bomb and tacos again. All in LA. Uh, go on a Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. Word. But uh, yeah, that was cool. Um, and he's out there now. You know what I mean? And and I think there's just two shows right now, and then he's back for like ten days. Yeah. And then he'll and then it's like thirty days straight <clears throat> for the Olympiska tour. Got to make that paper. Got to make that paper. Yeah, so we'll get we'll get Abel on talking about it eventually. Yeah. Oh, we got to get him on, bro, to fucking find out what happened on this tour, bro. You know? Yeah. You know, it's like their yeah, first absolutely. tour back since what twenty nineteen. This is actually, I think, their first tour of America in since like twenty seventeen or something. Well, is it a American tour? Is yeah, it a full American tour. I this, didn't even look. Yeah, this is a full blown American tour. It's like the pandemic tour or some shit, or they're calling it or something like that. And this is the one with that. Uh, what's that? Oh. Something box spirit box. No, right? not that's the, that's the opening band. Yes, 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 yes. And 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 they're playing small venues, like they're they're getting real intimate and shit on this one. Yeah, well, come on, bro. This is fucking. This is America, bro. The most fickle, fucking trend hopping, yeah. douchey country on fucking planet Earth. And the minute you're not hot anymore, we drop. You. Like and, a fucking hot potato, you know and, what I mean? So, you know, like I like, like I always gotta tell people, Limp Bizkit worldwide are still fucking huge. They pack giant places all over the world, yeah. except their home country because their home country are a bunch of fickle flames. And speaking of fucking uh, hopping on the train, bro, significant other is the album we're doing now uh, the, for this episode, and there was a lot of train hoppers on this album, bro. Oh yeah, this is basically their fucking black album. Yeah, this. Oh, uh, this is when uh, Limp Bizkit went from being this band that only like fucking fourteen-year-old boys listen to, mm-hmm. and a year and a half later, fucking fifteen-year-old girls were fucking jumping around to Nookie and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it says on on the old Wikipedia here. It says they recorded it from November nineteen ninety-eight to February nineteen ninety-nine. Well, hold on. Before we get too deep into significant other, I have some fan mail. Fan mail. Fan mail. I guess we're gonna. Oh yeah. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. We gotta start, and we gotta start doing this too. Every episode before we start fucking talking, we gotta drop our fucking socials. So find Chocolate Starcast. We now have a Facebook. Like I said, I would set up the the new Facebook in the last episode. It's all set up. 
uh, chocolate star cast. It's not a group, right? Yeah, so I think it's just a normal page. Well, every, look, everything, all the descriptions and uh, all the uh, links will be in the description below. Yeah, but people, people don't look at that shit, so we just got to orally remind them. You know what I mean? It's it's in the links. I don't know what, I don't mean, there could be underscores in motherfucker names. You know what I mean? I don't know. Just fucking, just go on Facebook, search Chocolate Starcast, and it's the only shit that's going to pop just up. go bro. on Google and search it, bro. You're fucking, it, everything will pop up. No, we need you to go on Facebook so we can get the <laughs> Facebook community going. Fuck. All right, God man. Damn, the fucking trying to divert my diversion. Make them happy, bro. Make them happy, people. All right, so so I got a. Um, apparently, this kid I directed him to uh, the Facebook, and hopefully, he's liked the page. But I got uh, a message for us for the Chocolate Starcast on my Scribble Instagram page. Really? Who is this guy and or girl? Because he did he didn't know where the fuck. To, to contact the podcast because we don't have no email. We don't have a Facebook. We have an email. The email is chocolatestarcast at gmail.com. If everyone knew that, we would have gotten this email well, through an email. Read the description below every podcast and you'll see. Like I said, nobody reads that. I know. <laughs> All right. So this kid goes by six cylinders, Savvy or Sevy, some shit. On Instagram, okay. I guess his name is Jesse, um, and he's been following me for a minute. Ooh, um, stalker. He stalker. says, "Hey, scribble, you ready, bitch? Yeah, man, go ahead. You ready? Yeah, you I'm gonna a... keep interrupting me, bro. I'm you gonna a... keep interrupting me. You want this B punk? You want this red hat yo, backwards? Yo, you better hurry up right here. Debo squeaking down the block. <laughs> All right, he says, uh, "Hey, scribble, just wanted to message you because I discovered your Limp Biscuit podcast with you and your homie." Always knew you liked LB, but not this much. Hey, I got to say, you do now, motherfucker. Everyone will now know my true love of the LB. Um, Long he says, dude, you got you got to let me ask you a question for the show. Or let me ask a question for the show. Shoot who, is the, who, who has the overall better catalog? Biscuit, Rage, or Corn? And he ends it with, anyways, bro, hope to hear you, you answer on the next episode. P.S. Been bumping Black Eyed Children, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's it. So that's from Jesse on uh, Six Cylinder Sevy on uh, Instagram. <sighs> that's a hard one, man. LB, you're, Rage, Corn. All right. You're, you're, I mean, I already know my answer, bro. And I mean, fuck. I got to think about it. I gotta think about. I it. I, I don't I don't have to think about it because uh because I mean I've discussed this many a times with people. Yeah, I already know what you're fucking. It's corn. <laughs> I mean, you know, what, though? you know what though? I gotta I gotta go with you on that. There's corn there, because... there's not any song corn's ever written, even their B sides that I do not like. Even that Santa Claus song. Well, that's not the reason I'm going with. There's plenty of corn songs I don't like. Okay, <laughs> but. I love most of it. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I got to go corn just because they have more albums than either two of those fucking bands. Yeah. Either Ray or LB. And uh, that's mainly the reason I got to go with corn. That's about it. Damn, dude. If, if Biscuit had more albums, I mean, fucking, for Christ's sake, fucking, we've been waiting for Stampede for 11 years. 
And and I and I could say that I mean I would have picked Biscuit, but I mean there's a lot of track. There's a few tracks on the first album, and there's a few tracks on. Uh, you are such a fucking hater, three dollar bill. And there's a few tracks on the fifth album. I'm not really feeling, you know. <clears throat> All right, what's the fifth album? Gold Cobra. No, Gold Cobra is the fucking uh, the uh, the sixth. No, there's only five albums. No, you have a uh, three dollar. Significant, hot dog. I still count the EP, dude. I don't fucking care. It's a fucking album, bro. That sh- that it's shit. They were selling that shit for twenty fucking dollars when it first came out. That's not fucking Limp Bizkit's fault. Limp Bizkit was marketing that motherfucker as a as a fucking LP. No, no, no Interscope Records was. Well, they got but twenty yeah, bucks from me. <laughs> well, they got it from me too, bro. We're, we're both victims here. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I mean, I mean. I'm just one of those guys that I, that, you know, Corn and Nirvana are the only two bands that, to me, have not have not written a bad song that I like them all. Okay. You know, even That's the fair. even the Cure has some songs that you I really know, don't listen you know, to. You know, people are gonna listen to this and be like, "These fuckers didn't even give any props to Rage Against the Machine at that clip." Well, dude, Rage Against the Machine's first album is the only banger, and the only the other the other ones had just like some hits on them. Yeah, yeah, that's the way I feel. Like, the, the first album is fucking untouchable. Exactly. You know what I mean? That first fucking Rage album. But then you have, like, People of the Sun, which I think is on the second or third album. And you got songs here and there that are fucking bangers. Yeah. Like, the Battle of Los Angeles has only had, like, maybe two or three bangers on it. But I don't think they've ever written a bad song either. I, you know, there's just songs I, I like more than others. I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, I mean, just like I said, bro. It's like, like the first album is poetry emotion. Second and third album for Rage, I mean, it's a hit or miss with certain ones. Well, you know what? We're Olympiacs podcast. We don't stand for that commie bullshit. Exactly, bro. Let's get into this fucking album, bro. But thank you for the question, guy. Yeah, thank you, Jesse. And uh, if anybody has any more questions, just fucking hit the Facebook or fucking email us. Yeah, Hi. man, hit the Facebook. Hit the Facebook. And we're on fucking IG. We're on IG too, dude. Oh yeah, we're on IG. Chocolate Star Cats. We're yeah. everywhere. But um, we're yeah. everywhere. so significant other. This album was recorded from November '98 to February '99. Uh, it was released yep. under uh, Flip Interscope, June twenty second, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Produced by uh, Terry Date. I believe this album is what convinced uh, the people over at Flip Interscope to make uh, Fred like the fucking vice president of the goddamn label or some shit. Oh, well, actually, hold on. Uh, Let me rephrase that. It was produced by Limp Bizkit, Terry Date, and DJ Premier. Well, DJ Premier only produced one beat on the whole damn thing. He's got fucking production credit. And it was uh, mixed by Brendan O'Brien. I've heard that name before. I'm sure he's mixed. He's been around. Okay. The, he's been around the new metal catalog a lot. Yeah, solid. This album. What really? Uh, there's two big things that distinguish significant from the first album. Production. Number one. Uh, Fred is not yelling whore every fucking uh, <laughs> every second, which yeah. I love and hate at the same time. Uh, and two, 
Well, I guess there's three things. Two, more structured songs, like, you know. Yeah, they had a lot of time to put this together. Yeah, they had time. And number three, the, the, the biggest difference, the sound quality. This album is fucking huge. This album sounds gigantic. This was the album that they did. Uh, they uh, they were at Woodstock '99 with. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And by the way, there's a documentary coming out on Woodstock '99, and I immediately got sick to my stomach fucking watching the preview. Really? I don't. I don't think I yeah, saw. Yeah, bro. Like you can tell, this is going to be a very fucking uh, one-sided fucking view of Woodstock '99. It's a hit piece. It's a hit piece on Limp Bizkit. It's a hit piece, and that's why Wes didn't do it. Fuck, well, Good what? for you, Wes. Yeah, Wes don't take shit, bro. He's like, I'm old, bro. I'm not taking shit no more. And, and, and they've, you know, Wes and Fred have talked about it plenty of times. Like, you know what I mean? And fucking the way Jonathan Davis threw Fred under the bus on that fucking Metal Evolution episode. Yeah. I don't know if that, was, that could have been cut weird. You know what I mean? There could have been some funky editing going oh, on. Of course. But I'm, the way he threw Fred under the bus like that was just some bullshit. Yeah. Like, yo, come on, bro. You know that, you know, he had no idea what was going on with 300,000 fucking people in the crowd. What are you exactly. talking about? Exactly. I don't think he knew they were ripping the fucking boards off the walls and shit. Well, no, he knew that because he said, I want to fucking, fucking surf on that plywood. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, come on. I mean, there are little things, but he didn't know motherfuckers were like getting severely hurt and fuck it. You know what I mean? Getting sexual yeah. assault and all that shit, which by the way. Most of that shit happened, and they burned the fucking place to the ground the next night when right. Red Hot Chili Peppers was on and gave the entire fucking crowd candles. Exactly. Great idea. All right, well, let, let, let's get into this bad boy. Uh, we got uh, Fred Dursk on vocals, Sam Rivers on bass, John Otto on drums and percussions, Lethal on turntables, keyboard samples, programming, and sound development, and Wes Borland uh-huh. on guitars and artwork. I always love that they put sound development on there. Yeah, it I, was just so unique. You'd never see that shit on any fucking inside any album. And we got additional musicians: Method Man on vocals on "End Together Now," Les Claypool spoken word hidden track, Matt Pinfield spoken word hidden track, Anita Durst on guitar vocals on hidden track, Mathematics, Scott Borland, uh, Wu Tang, Wu Tang, Scott Borland on on our keyboards, Jonathan Davis on vocals on "Nobody Like You." Aaron Lewis on backing vocals on No Sex, and Scott Weiland backing vocals on Nobody Like You. Oh yeah, they had a they had some fucking heavy hitters on this motherfucker. And it charted on the Billboard US uh, US Billboard 200 charts on 99 <laughs> to 2001 at number one. Yeah, this this was fucking. I mean, this was Limbiscuit's prime right here. This is the, this is their time. Now you know how you know how many okay I'll tell you I'll tell you how many albums they sold in the United States and then I'll tell you combined worldwide. Can I guess? Can I guess? Go ahead, United States. Guess it. I feel like I know this. United States is either six or seven mil. Bang, bro! Seven million, seven times platinum. Whoa, motherfucker! All around the world, it's got to be diamond. It's got to be fourteen, fifteen mil. No, all around the world, nine million seven hundred eighty-five thousand records. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you add them up, that's fucking that's a diamond record. Okay, yeah, that that's all around the world. Nine million, about almost ten million. Yeah, that's sixteen million fucking records. They went six times platinum in Canada, two times platinum in Australia, and one time platinum in Europe. 
Well, Canada is you only have to fucking sell silver in America to go fucking platinum in Canada. And Mexico, Netherlands, New Zealand, and Switzerland, and the United Kingdom all platinum. Yeah. Australia and Belgium, Germany and Japan, and Argentina, gold. Wow. Banger. Yeah, they they peaked pretty high, bro, in all the fucking places. But the United States was uh, well, United States and Canada, bro, they they peaked at number one when they came in. You know what's funny about this though, is fucking chocolate starfish did even better. That's why it's my favorite. Wait till we get to chocolate starfish. Oh yeah, that'd be that's that, that should be the next one, bro. That should be the next. I one. I believe bro. in the chocolate starfish booklet uh, under Fred Durst. It says vocals and sonic communication. <laughs> You're fucking amazing. All right, well, All right let's, let's get into this, motherfucker. Sorry, right. what? I was gonna say, let's get into this, bro. You, you jumped, you, you fucking blew me down, bro. Significant <laughs> <laughs> other time, motherfucker. All right, man. Well, we got intro, and we got just like this. You want to go straight through the intro and then go into yeah, just like go. this? I love, I love this fucking intro. Let's go. All right, here we go. Told you, Scribble, get up. the most that intro into just like this is the most nostalgic part of this album for me other than one other song which we'll get to mm-hmm. here in a few um i love fred's vocal delivery here his fucking flow is so perfect yep he's spitting some bars it's triggering the neck popping all up in the brain i mean he's fucking he's going in on this i love the sound of the guitar that that's like a what like a all I can think of is like a bungee 
kind of thing, like that weird fucking noise in there. That fucking I don't know if that Wes's brother or Wes doing that. I don't know what the fuck that is, but I always loved it. It's a Borland. It's a Borland doing it. A plus, ten out of ten. Ultimate nostalgia. Oh, that fucking beat and that intro beat. You wanted the worst. You got the worst. I mean, come they're, on, they're, they're the only they're the only motherfuckers that do that kind of fucking funny shit. Like they they make fun of themselves, dude. Right, fucking the yeah, start of the album. I don't know how people didn't see the humor in Limp Bizkit. Like the 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 super haters. You know what I mean? Like, are they fucking serious? No, they're not serious. They're exactly. fucking calling themselves the worst band ever on the fucking intro of their biggest album. And that makes them one of the best bands ever. Yeah, right. And you know that's a fucking dedication to Kiss. You wanted the best. Yeah. You got the best. Kiss. <laughs> you wanted the worst. You got the worst. <laughs> Lip motherfucking biscuit. <laughs> Kicking it. That beat is fucking dope, too. Um, Shout out to fucking DJ Yeah, no. Nah, I, I give this shit a fucking... I should give this fucking shit a 10 out of 10, bro. 10 out of 10, bro. Yeah. I mean, this is fucking... I, and that chorus. What do you think about that chorus? Dude, it, it, I mean, no, Fred's voice just flowed so, like, I don't know why they say always oh, his voice sucks. Uh, no, it doesn't, bro. He has such a great fucking sense of harmony. He's not a, he's not a technical singer. You know what I mean? He's fucking, he works with what he's got. He's pure fucking attitude and he makes it fucking work and it sounds perfect yeah. for what the fuck they're doing. Exactly, dude. It fucking exactly. Is away with every, he's. It's kind of a monotone voice, but it fucking works perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, fucking eight I don't know what Terry Day did, but Terry Day did magic. I uh, We got to give some fucking props to Fred. You know what I mean? He was was able to fucking get out of the zone of fucking stuck and stalemate and fucking sour, you know what I mean? And just do something totally different and hype and energetic. I, I mean, I don't have to give Fred credit, bro. He knows he got it. You know, he don't need to hear me fucking say it. This is a Limp Bizkit podcast. All credit is to Fred. Durst. <laughs> All right. This well, is, this is, this is, we're, we're the only people on the internet who's like fuck with Fred Durst. I mean, I it's think more, I'm, more important to the sound than West Portland. I mean, and I love fucking West Portland. I mean, I would not want to meet him because I don't know. I mean, you know how they always say don't meet the people that you fucking look up to because they might, you know, disappoint you. So I'd rather keep him in the distance. Nah, dude. Dude, Fred is fucking, of all I've heard, bro, uh, Fred is like, at least these days, you know, I think even Fred would admit back in his, like, in the late 90s, early 2000s, he was a bit much. Yeah. But these days, man, you got to think, man. He's He's been fucking humbled over the years. You know what I mean? Uh, and I've heard nothing but great things that he's real chill and cool. And mm. people are always shocked by it. Oh, man, I met Fred and he was actually really fucking cool. Yeah, dude, he's a cool fucking guy. I mean, okay, then I want to ride in this Volkswagen. Him and those fucking Volkswagens, bro. <laughs> Let's take a ride in the Volkswagen. I'll spark you up, Fred. All right, well, let's get through these next fucking couple of fucking, basically, they're Enter Sandmans. Oh, yeah, this one right here, bro. We got fucking uh, a little bit of a little thing called Nookie coming up right now. Mm, give me that shit, girl. You know I want it. I'm about to take it right now.
Yo, I just want to go out and sexually assault. <laughs> I, I, I mean, who the fuck? What chick fucked him over that he just fucking just like, you know, that I just did it for the nookie. Well, uh, you know, this song, as a, as a hardcore Limp Bizkit fan in middle school mm-hmm. in 2006, this was the bane of my fucking existence because this, this and Roland is what everybody pointed to. So I fucking hated this song really? for years. Years and years and years. You know what I mean? I fucking hated it. I mean, the bass line is ki- like, like fucking Wes and Sam, bro, fucking worked off each other with the bass line and the guitar. Though. Boom, boop, boop. You know, him just doing the bass line. Like, holy, they, that fucking matched well. It's more, it's more, the, it's more the, the cheesy rap. You know what I Although, now, now let me explain. Over the years, like over the last few years, I've learned to embrace it again. I don't fucking hate it like I used to. I don't bump it, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just it's kind of played out. Um, but it was the chorus. I did it all for the Nookie. Like, that's what everybody would make fun of. Like, oh, mm-hmm. fucking the, I did it all for the Nookie band. And, and you, you know what I mean? So, it's not really the song's fault. It's more the fucking the people's fault. And you know, <laughs> and, and you know Fre- Fred got locked up in New York City for filming his video because he did it, uh, what do you call that, uh... They did it like a pirate or whatever. They didn't get no permits or anything. Yeah. So Fred got now, locked up. Now, now, but now in the video, that looks staged as fuck. Hey, that's just the fucking, you know, that's just the rumor that's been going around the I mill. Do know, I do know uh, that he was arrested for doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But but I don't know if they just like reenacted that for the video, or but it looks fake. Hey, man, it was real enough for me at that time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, looking back at it, you know, uh, instrumentally, this song is fucking 10 out of 10. Yeah. I mean, that, that fucking riff and everything like that, like the fucking groove in it, the drums. I mean, fucking Sam and John Otto are, you know, just fucking clicked right into each other. Yeah. The, the rhythm section is nuts on this. I mean, this is this is this has got to be one of their fucking. I know when I saw them live, this is one of the bangers when I saw them. Well, actually, oh, yeah, no, people go ape shit. People go ape shit. I keep forgetting. No, I no, I only saw them on the first album and I see them in the second one. But videos I've watched, <laughs> this song is a fucking banger, dude. Yeah, you yeah. Um, um, lyrics are a little corny, you know. Uh, but then again, this is Limp Bizkit we're talking yeah. about. It's catchy as a um, motherfucker. It's catchy as fuck. No one can deny that, you know. So yeah. I give that. A, I give that a. Instrumentally, I give it a ten out of ten. But because the vocals, or more specifically the lyrics, uh, I'll give it. I'll give it a seven seven point five. I'm I'm still giving it a ten out of ten. This is one of my bangers. All right, all right. Yeah. Hey man, it is what it is, bro. I mean, this whole album might be a 10 out of 10. Maybe one track, maybe I might not like that much, but I mean. I know which one I don't like. <laughs> we'll, well get there. Well, I know you like this one, bro. The next one up, bro, is this is some break stuff. Let's go. 
Up the program, so, iconic, of course, iconic. Um, I always noticed the way he said "motherfucker" because he goes "motherfucker" <laughs> like that. That's a, that's a very uh, you could tell he grew up in a fucking trailer park or something. You know what I mean? Because I heard that when I was coming up as nah. a little kid. Like that's how people talked around around me. You know what I mean? But like when. Someone said motherfucker. They didn't say motherfucker. They said motherfucker. You know, it's that it's that real white trash way of saying it. I always, I always love that. It reminds me of home. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ, man! I mean, come on, ten out of ten, bro. This is oh, dude, definitely, bro, definitely, man. I mean, anytime they play this fucking song live, bro, you see motherfuckers just destroying the fucking place. Oh, this is this is you and, know, and and the video the video is iconic. The video has Snoop Dogg, John and David. All these motherfuckers in the fucking video, bro. And even probably, I think fans were in the video and shit, you know, like. Yeah. Um, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Eminem, uh, Polly Shore. Look at that. Jonathan Davis. And there's some, there's a lot, there's a lot of them that you, people don't really catch. It's but, a, it's a know, fucking smorsage burger who's who that time. I think like Roger Daltrey's in it. I wouldn't doubt if the fucking David Hasselhoff was in it, bro. You know, don't yeah, have, don't hassle the Hoff. I'm gonna pull up the officials list. Okay, here's everyone that's in this video. Okay, all right? Snoop Dogg, Jonathan mm-hmm. David, Dr. Dre, Eminem. Okay, Alec Baldwin. Wow. Polly Shore. Okay. Roger Daltrey. Roger Daltrey. Roger Daltrey, Bam Bam Margera, <sighs> Seth Green, Jesus Christ, everybody who's anybody, Stry- Striker from uh, I think he's from K Rock, okay. Aaron Lewis, Flea, Flea of Red Hot Chili Peppers, okay, and, com- and comedian uh, Richard Lewis. Anybody who's anybody at that time, bro, was in this video. And Riley Hawk, I don't know who that is. Riley Hawk, man, that's fucking that's Tony Hawk's son. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. You know what? That makes sense. But Tony Hawk, Tony. <laughs> I don't know who Riley Hawk is, man, but I know Tony Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, but I mean, bro, he's not even in the video. That's why it's like, what the fuck? Because he was a fucking kid, dude. <laughs> Probably didn't realize there was a kid in it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a fucking great video, bro. Oh, dude. Uh, and yo, we got we can't fucking do this podcast without playing the breakdown. Come on. Come on, Shane. Let me see here. What y'all think this is? We a proper biscuit podcast. Give me something break. Give me something break. 
can I have my table? You want a bottle? Chill. No, I will. I guess I'm going to get a fat lip. Answer me. Riddle me this, Batman. What's with what's with the white boys in the late 90s uh, talking about chainsaws? <laughs> Skin your ass raw, bro. <laughs> Yo, bro, fucking every white rapper in the late nineties was talking about packing chainsaws, bro. No, I think they were they were fucking uh they were tapping into their southern roots. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fred has legit southern roots. Eminem is from fucking Detroit. Well, I mean I mean Eminem wasn't born in Detroit though, was he? Oh right, no, Eminem's from Missouri. Is yeah. that the South? Yeah, it's down south, know. dude. Okay. South to me. What's more redneck? Fucking Jacksonville, Florida, or Missouri? Well, oh, fucking, um, it's like a tie almost, man. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the a white tie. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, the, it's the white redneck tie, bro. Now, now, when people, let me break this down because uh, I understand, like, people can twist this. I'm white trash. All right, D, you can, you can, you can fucking talk about how white trash ain't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm fucking I'm from messed out trailer park. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm allowed to say white trash. When I say white trash it's a term of endearment. <laughs> it's not like all these fucking, you know, cocksuckers who usually talk about Limbiscus. That's like fucking, that's oh, like I mean, if I say white trash then it should be a problem. You know, you should have a problem with yeah, it. Yeah, you say white trash, you get smashed on thing. <laughs> you gonna, gonna leave me with a fat lip? <laughs> Yo, bro, and I'm going to fucking stick a chainsaw up your asshole. <laughs> what? I'm going to skin that raw from the inside out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but come on, bro. Great stuff. 10 out of 10. ten. Easy. Definitely 10 out of 10. Just even like how simple the riff is, bro. Wes was like, I just wanted to write a simple riff. You motherfucker, you did, and it works. Dude, I bet you when Fred heard that riff, he was like, let's go. Let's go in the studio right now. We're in. <laughs> like, he must have been grinning from ear to ear when he heard that fucking riff. You know, I, I have a, a metalhead fan or uh, acquaintance, I should say now. Uh, <laughs> but this dude named Justin, right? Okay. And th- th- this, this is my homie that, that's really into Megadeth and thrash metal and, you know, Slayer and shit. Yeah. Um, he w- and he's a guitar player. And I remember, like, he would always mock Limp Bizkit by going, Da-na. and fucking Matt the Rat did that shit too. You know what I mean? But because they're, <laughs> they're looking at it from a perspective of, like, thrash metal. Like, yo, this isn't technical fucking thrash metal. This is fucking rap metal. You yeah. know what I mean? It doesn't take a fucking... You don't need no fucking technical thrash riff or some shit. They're looking at the simplicity of the riff, and it's like, that's not what it is, dude. This fu- it just no, fucking that's what thumps. It's about, it's, about, it's about the simplicity of the riff. Yeah, it thumps. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say it thumps, it thumps just as much as the fucking uh, thrash metal song. Yeah, bro, like. If there's anybody that could that could actually, because Wes has even talked about, you know, he was into all death metal and thrash metal and he's, shit like that. He's he played play Metallica. He's played Metallica live, bro. He played Megadeth live. Yeah. 
Holy Wars. That's not a fucking easy song to play. Come on. Uh, so, so he he could. It's not that he wasn't talented enough. It's like, yo, I'm gonna write what's right for this fucking music we're doing. Yeah, exactly. He's doing what the fuck he yeah. wants to do, but he could still play what you fucking play. So don't fucking front on him. And, and Brat, I love you, bro. I'm just saying that was whack. <laughs> that was whack. You know what it is. He knows. Right. It was just cool. To, it was just cool to Josh on you. <laughs> I take my Limbisket very seriously, sir. Well, you're going to take this next song seriously with all the ladies because this song is for the ladies. It's called Rearrange. For the ladies. This was the ladies jam. I don't know, man. That shit makes me want to like drop acid and fucking just chill out like on a rock. Yeah, man. But, <laughs> but if you had a lady next to you, she'd be like, yeah, yeah, I could take this one. I'll be like, bitch, shut up. I'm looking at the fucking crazy stars in the sky, you psycho bitch. I'm going to rearrange your face when I break stuff. <laughs> you make me rearrange your face, hon. <laughs> <laughs> I turn into a fucking 90s guy from Jersey. I don't know what happened. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> um, this song is fucking great. It's creative. Now, this is, it's very creative. Yeah, this is a perfect example of what I was saying about his hooks on Just Like This. Mm-hmm. He has a monotone voice. He doesn't have a big range that he does. But yeah. it fits it so perfect. Like, it's a vibe. It fits it perfectly. I mean, the music is just everything flows like water. This is like this is like their um, what's that Black Sabbath's fucking song, man? That oh, Pantera covered. Oh, uh, Cat- uh, hole in the sky. No, what is it? Caravan or fuck? What the? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Planet Caravan. Yeah, Planet Caravan. This is like their Planet Caravan. Yeah. I mean, that's a little blasphemous, but I get what you're saying. Dude, come on, man. This is this is their Planet <laughs> Caravan, man. You said you wanted to melt on a fucking rocket while you were tripping, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, in that way, yeah. You know? I get you. Oh, here we yeah, go. Here I we mean... go. Here we go. Here we go. Look, look at this. Come on, feel that. Feel. It. You feel that? Dude, I would love to have been a fly in a room when they were fucking recording this album, bro. Like, come on. Look at it. Here we go. Come on, Fred. Give it to us. Right here. Yeah. 
Come on, man. I would yeah, love. You know what? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's definitely not fucking care. No, I agree. Yeah, I would love to know what did any what did, like what did Jonathan Davis or Scott Weiland or you know Method Man or, or anybody who came in the studio like when they were showing him these songs like what did they fucking think? Like oh fuck man, they just raised I mean, the bar. They all seem like cool people, so even if they didn't like it, they'd probably be like, yeah, let's go. But I mean, but I mean, I wonder if Jonathan Davis was like, yo, these motherfuckers just raised the bar, dude. Yeah, I wonder if Jonathan could see that this was going to blow them up bigger than corn. Yeah, technically at the time, brothers, they were right head, neck to neck. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, like then, at the time, fucking, they, you know. And they brought Method Man in there to teach him how to protect the neck, you know. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and, you know, the, the fucking, and the student became the master. Word up, man. Uh, so this song, you know, uh, seems like he's talking about, I don't know if it's an actual relationship or if, if he's talking about, you know, uh, just being talked down to and not believed in and, and shitted on. Yeah. You know? Uh, but I fucking, I love the message of it. You know what I mean? It's very, it's actually very positive. People want to say all this negative shit. You know what I mean? Break stuff. It's so negative. Yeah. But right after it's like a super positive song. Exactly. You know what I mean? You they balance it out. I mean, I, I, I still, you know what, man? I'm still giving this a 10 out of 10. It's fucking dope. Yeah. yeah. It's a mad original. Full on, full on 10 out of 10. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, that bass line alone, and the fucking just think about it, which is a rock him yeah. reference, you know, an homage. I mean, Love it. What are you giving it? I just said, bro, 10 out of 10. There we go. I like it. You got 10s all around this fucking album, bro. Now let's, now let's go to... A track I was talking about earlier. This is my second most nostalgic track. I'm broke. All right, let's check it out right here, bro. Ooh. I ain't no joke, so you should get a pen and write yourself a little note so you don't forget again. Mm. Then when it comes to cash, I've been getting smoked. Lending out my money, now I'm broke. Somebody's getting choked, because now it's time to pay the piper. Bums on the typer, shit that's in a diaper. Don't make me have to call a sniper. Then wipe your brains off my windshield wiper. You dirty bug. As soon as I get paid, they come in masses. There's someone giving classes on kissing people's asses. Unless you're living where the trash is. Don't even come around here asking where my cash is. Yeah, baby, you know what this song's about. Yeah, motherfucker. Um, fucking leech ass motherfucker. All this fucking multi people come out of the woodworks, probably like, yo, man, let me get some money, bro. Yo, I love this fucking song, bro. Talk about another simplistic riff. Just a dun 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 dun. Yeah. I ain't no joke, so you should get a pen. <laughs> I just fucking love it, dude. It's so fucking swagalicious. I mean, this is this is that fucking Florida shit, man. Yeah, this was this was a song they originally had for three dollar bill. Oh, really? Yeah, but uh, it didn't make the album, so they did a little refurbishing, I, made it a little shinier. I don't think it even matches three dollar bill. Yeah, I could totally hear that riff, like with the three dollar bill guitar tone. Okay, I could totally hear that. Um, but yeah, that's that's what it is. Here we go Hold from on. the three dollar bill era. My, 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 my. 
you said you pay me back. I'm broke and I'm bad. You deserve a smack and for slack and for slack. Now people say that I'm a slacker. If I'm a slacker, it's through the eyes of the ones that I'm lying. Motherfuckers, bro. Yo, they better pay him back, dude. He ain't forgetting it. If I'm a slacker, it's through the eyes of the ones that are blind. Dude, I don't know who uh. I don't know who borrowed money from this guy, bro, but he's fucking he's mad. <laughs> I mean, Fred didn't have no money. Well, I mean, well, this said well, true. Yeah. Who stole Fred's piggy bank? You know? I don't think they made any money. I don't think they made that much money off the first album. <clears throat> no, they started making money right here. Exactly, exactly, bro. And you said this one was uh this one was written for the first album, so maybe they were just borrowing whatever money he had left. <laughs> yeah, bro. You know I mean there's a lot of in, in three dollar bill there's a lot of shit about women fucking using him for his money and shit. Nah. You know? So, so you know, he was probably making a little money, and then he would get in a relationship, and you know, a girl wants to go out, shit, you know. So that's probably why he bought I station don't know, wagons. I don't know how he views all that shit. If he if he viewed like if some girl overstepped what he thought was the line or or what, you know. Man, Fred, bring out the Porsche. No, I'm driving the station wagon. <laughs> broke? Yeah, I'm broke. I love that song. Is there a hidden track after that? that's uh what's his name fucking uh who who's, did uh who's that what's his name? from fucking that weird ass band with the fucking south park theme song oh fuck man i can't fucking remember the name bro we read his credit earlier fucking uh you oh. know he does the what are you, are you talking about fucking uh well it was matt pinfield uh Les Claypool. Les Claypool. Oh, that was Les? That's Les Claypool. Oh, shit, I mean, come dude. on, bro. You can hear it in, the, in his voice. It's Les Claypool. Yeah, he was a little bit less twangy than what I know him for. Hey, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to punch you right in the face. <laughs> Just the most fucking insincere, awesome fucking... That's so Les Claypool. That, that's good. I'll give that motherfucking man a 10 out of 10 just for being on the album. Um... I got mad nostalgia for it, so I got to give it a 10 out of 10. Sorry, yeah. motherfucker. I, I'm totally biased. Nah, you know, stop borrowing money from the motherfucker. Realistically, realistically, that's probably not a 10 out of 10, you know? Just, but for me personally, it's a 10 out of 10. Fuck I'm just it. going with a 10 out of 10. Fuck it. <laughs> Sue me if you don't like it. Great guitar timing. This whole fucking album, I mean... The, the guitar tone alone. Now, fucking now, this was the big. This was another fucking banger because this one had Jonathan Davis and Scott Weiland on it. This is nobody. Yeah. Nobody like you. Here we go. Yeah, let's go.
telling you right now I bet you half the budget of the album went on Jonathan Davis and Scott Wildly getting vocals on here nah. <laughs> I mean you knew you had a fucking banger album bro when Jonathan Davis came on it bro you know I mean that's just remember fucking porn is the reason this band exists at all yeah you know what I mean so I mean I'm sure fucking John did it for you know maybe he's got some points on it or something but I'm sure John did it like some homies. Well, they were now, on the same. Now, they were on the same label in the scope. Yeah. Now, what's his name from SDP? He probably charged because he needed some uh, smack. You know. Yeah. I mean, STP was still rolling when he was doing this. Ninety nine. They were starting to lose ground a little. Yeah, but they were still making that live money. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be honest with this one. This is uh, not one of my favorites. No. No. <laughs> I'll tell you a story about this fucking song. Uh, my friend, before this album even came out, they had a band called fucking... Um, oh, God. What the fuck is the name, bro? Mm. Fuck. I can't, I can't even remember the fucking name, bro. But it was kind of like... Two rappers, you know, heavy music. Kind of like a Linkin Park thing going... Okay. Uh, oh, um, and 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 they they made this fucking they, my my boy made the same riff in the beginning, and the chorus before this album even came out, and they had a fucking song going that was a banger, bro. Uh, yeah, it, it, you just named the reason why I don't really like the song that much because I feel like that riff is just a, kind of a typical anyone could write that riff. That's that doesn't feel like a West Borland stamped production. I mean, Wes wrote it though. You know? He did. He did, but it's a little slacky. It, it, he's 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 slacking, and my Man. eyes aren't blind. He's slacking on this. Oh shit! Well, Wes, you robbed my boy. Even though you guys didn't even know each other, you wrote the same. Both fucking wrote the same damn riff. <laughs> but I dig it. Um, ten out of ten. But I will. I will say. I like it a lot more than I did when I was younger. When I was a teenager listening to this, I fuck it. That was always a skip. Yeah. One hundred percent all of every time I skipped it. But now I won't skip it at all, but I ain't gonna put it on. Either. I mean I'll rock it if it comes on the fucking, you know, the shuffle. I'll give that a uh six out of ten. I'm going ten out of ten on this one, baby. That one brings good good memories back. That's a it's a D plus for me. Oh, it's a fucking D rotten special. Ten out of ten for me. <laughs> it's not very special if you do it every time. Well, this is the only time I'll ever do it. You've been doing it the whole time, bro. Ten out of ten. Hey, ten man. Of, and you'll do it. You'll do it on chocolate starfish too, motherfucker. Dude, that's one of my that's one of my favorite biscuit albums. But you know what? I will too. <laughs> well, let's go on, man. Uh, don't go off wandering. Coming right now. All right, let's go. <laughs> Okay. 
All right. My favorite line, my favorite line was always, "No, I'm stuck with my dick in my hand." <laughs> this one right here, I will give a seven out of ten. Uh, explanation. Uh it's just. I mean, everything else was fucking banging, bro. And this one, it's just. It's missing. It's missing some oomph. Yeah, again, this is, uh, for me, this isn't going to be a 10 out of 10. Um, although I like it much more than the last song, which is, like, heresy because I love porn, too. But yeah. not, not so much STP. But, um, what's with the creepy intro on here? You know what I always pictured, even though it came out, like, two years later, is uh, I pictured, like, the opening scene to Monsters, Inc. I pictured, like, a fucking silly monster, like, creeping in a bedroom. When I hear that intro, yeah, I mean, it's weird. I mean, it's weird, like trying to sound creepy, but not really. It it just doesn't do it for me, bro. This one that much, you know. That's why I give it a six out of ten. There's actually uh, now my first version of this album mm-hmm. uh, was edited. I got it at like Walmart, I think. Um, so it was edited, oh. and I didn't even know. But Damn, you heard that. <laughs> Until I put it in, obviously. But uh, there was one, you know, back then it would be like uh, you'd search for the one cuss, you know, the one fuck yeah. that you could find in the album. And they'd always like what let put one in there, you know, for you to find, even though it's an edited album. And that one was in this song somewhere. <laughs> That's what I remember most about this. Um, I'll give this, uh, I gave the last one a six out of ten. I'll give this a... Seven and a half. I'm still sticking with my six. Yeah, not not great. We're kind of slowing down here, but we're gonna pick pick back up right now. Yeah, man. Well, we'll pick up. Bro. We're gonna pick back up right now with fucking. Uh, my favorite song from the fucking. Well, you know what? Yeah, my favorite song from the album. AKA Cambodia. Is this some, no? Right? Yeah, no. That's uh that's a uh, trust. Oh, okay, here we go. It's 1999, motherfuckers. 
Get the fuck out of my face. This is a fucking 11 out of 10 right here. No, oh, you're out of your mind, bro. This is a 7 out of 10. For the, for the way that fucking intro cracked on the snare alone. No, the core, yeah. the core is fucking Ooh. rips. God, but you don't like the fucking the, the rap part. No, nah, it's just, I'm not just, it just doesn't do anything for me. Okay, I mean, I get that, but I just fucking, I love it. Now go to the breakdown. The breakdown is fucking the greatest thing. Coming up. You want to be down with the G-Shock? Fuck the glam rock. That yeah. sounds like King Shamrock. <laughs> Look, I, I I know this is probably more nostalgia than anything. Probably most people wouldn't say this is one of their favorites on the album. But goddamn, I've just, I mean, Fred going bring it on like that is like peak mm. Fred Durst right there. Bring it on. I mean, I'd still give this one a 7 out of 10. I like the chorus. That was always my favorite part. Fucking 11 out of 10. Well, not even the chorus. I'm sorry, the bridge. I like the bridge. Yeah, that's fucking songs of it. But all in all, it's, it's a good filler. It's a good filler. Fuck you. It's a filler, bro. It's a good filler. Filler. Oh, yeah, it's killer filler. It's a killer. It's a good that. filler. Killer filler. Now this one right here, bro. I don't understand, but I mean, I can understand. Now, I mean, I mean, you got lethal in the band don't and all that you shit. Even, motherfucker, don't you even go into your fucking. You got lethal bullshit. in the band and everything, bro. So you gotta have, I guess, a full on rap song, bro. But I guarantee you, West probably was fucking tooth and nail with this one. This is what made Limp Bizkit the most hip hop of all the quote unquote new metal bands. This is, this is it right here. All right. Second favorite song on the album. Let's go. DJ. Who could be the boss? Look up to the cross. Stranded in the land of the lost. Standing up, I'm sideways. I'm blazing up the path, running on the highways around. Choked up by the smoke in the charcoal. Plava stamps and brands me like a barcode. I'm dashing all the media strikes. I keep the media dikes. It's reinforcement for the fight. And not alone, I'll keep John Gotti on the phone. Dang on in the zone, I got the bees on the track. Where the fuck you at? The cow. Let me hear your pigeons run your mouth now. Shut the fuck up. I'm plugging in them social skills to keep my total bills over a million. The last time I checked it, 
Thank God I'm blessed with the mind that I reckon. Wait until the second round and knock him out. They call me Big John Stud, my middle name Mud. Dirty water flow, too much for you thugs. Uh. That can't stand the flood. What up, Doc? Hold big gun like Elmer Fudd, the show shot. Mix the map, I'm unplugged. Learn, temperatures too hot for sunblock. Burn, playing with minds to get you state time. Lock behind 12 bars from a great mind. Killer bees in the club with his ladybug. Brought his sword to the dance floor to cut a rug. Love is love all day till they throw slug. And take another life in cold blood. Can't feel me till it's your blood. Murder race tremendous, crime is endless. Same shit, different day. Father forgive us, they know not what they do. All praise is due. I'm big like EZ and Big Bear Boy. Now, D, D, heed, heed the advice. And Limp, shut the fuck up. Limp Bizkit didn't write this fucking song. Chris Martin wrote the music for this song. It's a sample. Okay, well, whatever, bro. He fucking put it together. Uh, No, it's a sample. It's a Chris Martin sample, and they give him credit for it. Well, it says on it says on the old Wikipedia music by Chris Martin. DJ Premier put this together. It's a fucking sample. I'm oh. explaining it to you. All right. Well, it's 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 okay. Oh my god, dude! All right, what's your fucking beat, bro? Nothing. I just, I just, I just, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, everybody knows up there. I'm not a hundred percent hip hop, bro. So to me, I'm just like, all right. Ugh, dude, this is amazing. Fucking math and, and fucking... Ugh, he just killed every fucking part of it. Uh, and Fred killed it too, bro. Like, he has some fucking discretion is advised for the blood of virgin eyes. All right, let me let me ask you this. Do they ever play it live? Yes. Where? They've done this song several times. We go to YouTube and look up End Together you think, Now Live. You think it's going to be on this tour? Nah, I mean, they don't do it fucking cost. Yeah. They'll do it every now and I, I rest my case. But but that's not because people wouldn't flip the fuck out. It's because they only do it when Method Man can make it to the okay, show. Okay, I rest my case. Nah, your case is fucking whack, bro. Dismissed. This is, this is fucking amazing, bro. And my favorite line in here is Fred. He goes, so get the thumb block. You get in one shot. Until you dissolve, I revolve around everything you got. All right. Love it. Hey man, well I'm, I'm, I'm just bars, bitch, bars, bitch, bars, bitch. Sentence. I'll give it a six out of ten. Fucking ten out of ten, bro. How did I know? Ten out of ten. DJ Premier on the beater. You fucking kidding me, Method Man? Get out of my face! I must be making jokes because you must be laughing because I guess I'm kidding you. All right, next song. I can't deal with it. Oh man, let's 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 play, <laughs> let's bring it up now, man. This is trust, bro, aka Cambodia. Cambodia. Backstabbers.
spread is just going the fuck off on this. This this could be on three dollars. Now, why do you think they changed the name from Cambodia to Trust? Because Cambodia was like the working title, and it wasn't really a song, as we know from the fucking Family Values episode. Mm. Wasn't really. He had a he had a couple verses, but it was like they didn't really have a hook or anything. Yeah. You know, it just. I mean, I love them both, but. This one is definitely more uh, album worthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Cambodia worked live, you know, and that's that's really. I think this is the first song where they're like, you know what? These these three dollar bill songs aren't really working, except yeah. for Fate. We need to like get more shit that's gonna work live, exactly, and not fucking blow out my vocals. I mean, I mean, when it, when I saw them on the Family Value Store, they only played like maybe five songs. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. But you they know? but they they extend their songs, you know, live. Yeah. They extend those shit and they, they make it a party. You know, Fred likes to talk a little bit, you know. Make it a little longer. Yeah, but that's that's why he is the master of ceremonies, bro, a true MC, bro, because he fucking he gets a crowd amped. Oh, he got it. No matter who you are, bro, if you're a fucking fifty five year old fucking thrash metal head or fucking Dio fan, like old school metal, yeah. and you go see Limp Biscuit, and we know Ian Wadley even said this. He said he saw Limp Biscuit and he fucking enjoyed them. Yeah. They 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 changed his mind a little bit. He still didn't buy anything after three dollar bill. But <laughs> you know, you can't deny their fucking energy live and, and this these kind of songs right here, this is the reason why. It's just perfection. It's fucking total amplification. It's just fucking amped everybody up, man. And this is, I, I love this song. I don't think I could say it any much better than you just did right now. Let's go to the little breakdown. Uh, I got a little bit of question. Oh, we just missed it. Yes, yeah, you you missed it, Phil. It's it's more forward or more back, more back. Okay, good man. Here we go. I don't trust nobody. Never mind. You think you're all that and then some? Well, you're not. You're dumb, diddy, dumb. I take it back. The thoughts are kind of whack. Don't really need that kind of karma on the track. Maybe Freddy Krueger will step into your dream man. Burn you like a demon. Leave your ass screaming. To be exact, I wanted to react. Mission of attack. Your head was getting cracked. But you're a human being. It's lucky to be breathing. And that's that. That's that. I love that. I think I, th- I think I hooked. 
I think I hooked them up with the Mario Coins shit, bro. I was hitting that shit on the spots. Yeah, was that you doing that or? Yeah, that was, was me, that bro. Limp Biscuit, they don't need motherfuckers need to pay me now, bro. <laughs> hook that shit up. I love Sam Rivers' bassline on that part. That boom, doom. Oh, dude, he's he's such an underrated bass player, bro. Such an underrated bass player. He's fucking amazing. Dude. I don't know how I he's mean, that good, bro. I'm like Jesus Christ, dude. Other than Fieldy, like what bass do you really hear in new metal? You know, you hear the bass, but it's always just in the pocket. You know, yeah. it's never doing anything super unique. And, and fucking, you know, whether you love him or hate him, Fieldy has a unique bass sound, and Sam Rivers has a unique bass sound. Yeah, Sam Rivers is a badass bass player, dude. Like, you know, and and people, you know, people forget Sam Rivers and John Otto, who are cousins, the drummer and bass player. Mm-hmm. They're uh, they're they're jazz trained musicians. Yeah. Okay. These are fucking some fucking, you know, just. Typical fucking kids picking up a bass and drums. Like these, these these motherfuckers were jazz trained, so they could do all kinds of dope shit. They rock my mind all the time on this album. This one, oh oh, what did you give uh, in together now? Six. I give it a six. Yeah. Fucking blast, man. I give it a, a ten out of ten. I don't uh, know. No, you yeah, that. you were giving it. You, I think I heard of you giving it a twenty out of twenty. <laughs> I'll give it a 21 out of 20. You know? Um, this one, uh, this was also one of my absolute fucking favorites uh, as a kid. I fucking, I mean, it was just, it was like the heaviest song on the album. Yeah. I loved this one. So, this again, I got to give this one, surprise, a 10 out of 10. I'm giving it a 10 out of 10, but uh, this is this is one of the tracks that the kids in school weren't fucking fucking with you with. No, because nobody knew this song. Oh, nobody knew about Cambodia and none of that shit? No, dude. Oh. Come on, motherfucker. You know people only <laughs> knew about Wolverine and fucking Nookie and bullshit like that. Like Now, now people could fuck with me because of the... I got that But yeah. that's fucking Fred being fun, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like, yo, this is... We're doing, like, a serious song, so let's, like, bring the fun a little bit right here. Yeah, and that's what Fred does. You we know? Are, we are Limp Biscuit guys. You know, come on. Who brings the party. Or as P.O.D. says, rock the party off the hook. But now here we go. Okay, uh, we got the fucking Aaron Lewis fucking song. <sighs> here we go. No sex. Went too fast. Way too soon. I feel disgusted and you should too It's no good when all that's left is the sex The sex Now, 
I could relate. I could relate to this song back what, then. You never <laughs> no, I could relate. I should have left my pants on certain times, bro. I could relate to that, dude. You well, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could all relate. To and that and, and I mean, I still, I don't know what the fuck you said. You hear it. To me, I'm like, I guess their voices match so well. It's like, dude, I don't even hear Aaron Lewis. I just hear Fred. No, no, he's on that chorus. It doesn't sound like it. Sounds like Fred. So this one is uh, not my least favorite, but my second to least favorite. No. Um, musically, it's cool. Oh, I, I love, love the melody. Yeah, exactly. I love the melody of the vocals, but mm-hmm. the lyrics are fucking weird. I mean, I mean, it, it, it reminds me of back then, you know, a little nostalgia, bro. You know what it reminds me of? It, this, this right here is Fred being a white knight. Ah, shining armor you know kind of guy. Like, I'm not like the other dudes. You know what I mean? I we need to wait. You know, I've been through too many, uh, too many bad relationships because oh, all we have is sex and and Fred. you know it sounds like some white knight shit. <laughs> but. I mean, I, I guess it's uh, well, somewhat admirable. We we got to get know. him on the show to explain himself. Yeah, right. Explain yourself. Sir. You know, number one, and, and, and having having uh, Aaron Lewis on the chorus where they're singing about keeping their pants on, just weird. Yeah, to me, that's like number one. Why was he on his fucking album? Too? Yeah, he didn't. Why? Why? Why was he on this song? Like you can you could could have put him on uh, the one after what? Don't go off wondering or. You could have just fucking just not had him on the album. Oh yeah, I would have preferred that. But you know? <laughs> I mean, I mean, this will probably be the only time he'll ever be on Olympus Good album because I don't think he's gonna be on there any money on the other ones. No, I mean he's still homies with Fred. I think you know homies with Wes, and you know Wes is like, yo, he's in, I'm out. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but 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 also, I mean, according to uh, Machine Gun Kelly, because Machine Gun Kelly went on tour with Limp Bizkit like 2014, 15. Yeah, and he just said Wes is just like totally not into hip hop or anything like that. So Wes, I mean, if he wants to have fucking Aaron Lewis, I don't think Wes is the type to be like you can't fucking put Aaron Lewis on here. No, or maybe it. But no, but but they did have that little discussion in the airport. Yeah, I mean, but come on, Aaron Lewis, isn't he from Chicago? He's uh, from Chicago, and he's telling he's telling fucking West, don't forget where you came from, man. That's yeah. what you Like, what are you talking? About? You're doing country, and you're from Chicago. Exactly, dude. Go, 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 fucking go. Do your fucking Chicago thing, or whatever you guys. Now do people can say the same shit about Kid Rock, but fuck you. <laughs> oh, Kid Rock's doing his Detroit thing. That's totally different. Yeah, bro. I mean, he's rock and roll. He's soul. He's not just country, motherfucker. Get fucking used to it. Exactly, bro. He's coming out with a new album. Bro. You he's know gonna... what? We'll have to do a bonus episode. Just like I'm fucking like, uh, we'll each do a bonus episode and just like pick an album that's not Limp Biscuit, but but what's a new is a new metal album. That'd be fun just to switch it up. You know, if we get bored. Oh, oh, we still got a we still got a lot of Limp Biscuit before we go into that. <laughs> before we go into that. Before we go into that Roach Coach world, you know. I don't know what I don't know what you what you mean. Oh, okay, never mind. Shout out to Roach Coach. <laughs> Shout out Roach Coach podcast. There you go. All, All right. right, what's next? Uh, show me what you got, bro. Oh, what? what we do? Keep it real. And this is Cambodia, motherfucker. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Because uh, what do you rate? No sex. Oh, I I love the fucking music. 
I love the song. I just wish Sharon Lewis wasn't in it. But you just said you can't even tell. Huh? You just said you can't even tell he's in it. Yeah, I know, but he's in it, though. He's, it's in the credits, man. <laughs> yeah, but... So what do you give the out of 10? Oh, I give it a 10 out of 10. I love that song. Oh, fuck you. The song's great, dude. I'm telling you, nostalgia like a motherfucker. I'll give it a 7 out of 10. Okay. We'll have no, nah, you know what? That's too high. That's way too high. I'll give it a 4 out of 10. We'll have Fred come into the fucking podcast and talk to you about that. <laughs> I'm sure Fred wouldn't give a fuck. I'm sure Fred doesn't care about what two dipshits think. Now, this is Cambodia. This one's Yeah, Cambodia. I mean, no, but, but trust and this were combined. Okay, there we Cambodia. go. This is why we have you on the podcast, dude. Fucking Scribble knows his <laughs> fucking ins and outs. Right. If it was up to me, it'd just be like, yeah, do, 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 do. Next song. Here we go. You're welcome. Are you I know he said he can't name them all, but it's like, yo, I'm getting dirty in Jersey. Something, you know, give us give, give a little fucking, you know, I'm getting, getting you know, a little okay. little ditty in Jersey City. Something. Okay. <laughs> make, up, make your own, make your own ring. Yes, you know, seriously, man. I know you can't name them all, but come on, bro. They probably didn't hit Jersey on the tour. He was probably reading his tour the fucking day. No, nah, they hit, they, they, hit uh, they hit East Rutherford. Well, nothing rides with Jersey, bro. Oh, Jersey City. I'm getting bitty with Diddy. <laughs> I'm getting bitty with Diddy. What's that? I'm getting bitty with Diddy, bro. I'm getting bitty with Diddy. I don't know. Licking titties with Diddy? Yeah, I'm licking them and getting to go to Jersey City. Licking titties with Diddy. Come on, man. <laughs> Remix. Come my Come. Um, this song, what do you think? I dig it, bro. I love it, bro. I loved it when it was <laughs> Cambodia. I love it now. <laughs> I love how ridiculous the lyrics are. I just, that, this is uh, <laughs> a child molester in Woodchester. Yeah, seriously, bro. It's like, it's, I mean, I know he's playing, he's having fun playing with words, man, but this is like a filler. 
that you know it's perfect. Oh uh, yeah, dude! This is the ultimate fun, ridiculous party fucking song. That's just 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 written to get everyone hyped. Yeah, you know. Uh, I need a Kleenex every time I'm leaving Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite was always I spit in a boy on a boy named Tina in Pasadena. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what, everyone? Oh, my God, that's transphobic. It's just a fucking throwaway, funny, stupid line. Exactly. He's rhyming words, bro. That's it. This is a fucking <laughs> a word rhymer. I mean, this song, as far as lyrical ability goes, makes Kid Rock look like Nas. This song makes Kid Rock look like <laughs> This song makes Kid Rock look like Run DMC. Well, no. Because Kid Rock does sound like Run DMC. Yeah, <laughs> man. It's one of his fucking but bands. This, this, this song, like, people say, talk about how Kid Rock is just like, oh, he just the first thing that comes to his mind, he rhymes. Yeah. And this is, this makes that seem genius. This is like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he just gave no real thought to this. He's like, what rhymes with Pasadena? Tina. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, or maybe, or maybe all this is true. We just don't know it, bro. I, I mean, I, I hope if he really met a child molester in Woodchester, I hope he beat his fucking ass. Hey, man, maybe nothing rhymes with that. <laughs> He's like, what rhymes with Woodchester? Child molester. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, bro. You know what? Let's hear the second verse. I need to refresh my memory on what, where else he goes. For the love I feel inside, Jordan, a fat ass band. Without him, I'd be nothing but a pumpkin shoved inside a can. Without the fans, there wouldn't be no show. And if that was really so, then life would really blow. Through the firm, you always got my back. Going for the love and then swapping up the tracks. My brother Corey D, my man Terry Day. We brought it to the plate and he made it sound great. Scott Wild is the melody man. If you can't sing it, then nobody can. Wu Tang Clan, skills from the method. The world's best MC, kills on this record. Shady, the crazy ass cracker, stain, a brand new drug for your vein. Let's clay proof for acting like a fool. And all of the bands for the demos that were cool. I'm so grateful for this life of mine. The ones I didn't think I will some other time. Now I just want somebody, anybody, everybody to get the fuck up. You know what's funny? What? My band was one of those bands that sent the demo to them. <laughs> <laughs> He was getting mad. Then. Well, he, I mean, it was his fault for doing the fucking uh, flawless records, fucking like band find, you know. Yeah, and he always did shit like that too. Like, so he he he, he was looking, man, and that's how we found fucking puddle of mud and stain. You know, you know, you know. It's odd though that they did. Uh, you know, it was really weird when they were looking for a guitar player when Wes left, and they were doing that Guitar Center fucking Guitar Finder tour thing. Yeah, and. They had you sign a contract when you went and said, whatever fucking riff you make, we own. Yeah, well, here's the reason they do that. And everyone always points to this like it's some fucking, because because of the association with Fred Durst being a total asshole and all this shit, yeah. people want to be like, oh, so they're trying to steal from fucking just random guitar players. No, this happens in case something remotely similar appears on their fucking album, you can't fucking sue their ass. Oh, but, Even but, if it has nothing to do with your but, riff. But let me tell you the other part of the contract. You must play original riffs. Yeah, because he wanted... Okay, I mean... <laughs> yeah, you can't so fucking say nothing now. No, I can, but it's going to sound like I'm overly defending them. That's why I'm like... 
I, I don't feel like they fucking sold anybody's riffs. You, we, you can go back and listen to all those fucking different sessions. There's yeah. people who, you know, guitar players who fucking played on those results may vary sessions. I know. I just got to stir the pot. I just got to stir the no, pot. No, I know. I know. But, but no, that's a legitimate thing that I've heard people bring up. And they just Dude, every Every guitar player I know that tried out was like, yo, there's some bullshit on this contract. But I was like, did you go in and do it? He was like, yeah. I was like, you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do that shit to legally protect yourself. From getting sued by some asshole, yeah, who I, wants to fucking take millions of dollars? And I don't know who and, the and, fuck. And I don't know who the fuck they would have paid to fucking go through all those videotapes and look at the fucking riffs. Who? Oh, I'm sure there was fucking plenty of people. <laughs> Live this is a fucking machine. It's true. This was this was uh, this was after fucking uh, this was after fucking uh, hot dog. Okay, so going back to the song real quick, what the fuck? Without him, I'd be nothing but a pumpkin just inside a can. Yeah, I didn't, get, I, I didn't get that one, dude. I do not it get that mean, one. It doesn't mean a goddamn thing. <laughs> it's like it's like Bob with the Bob, bro. It's Bring it back. Fred Durst fucking speaking gibberish. <laughs> it's fucking nonsense, but it's awesome. But we're down. We're down to the last. We're down actually to the last song, and then we have an outro and an untitled. You notice uh, he shouted out Eminem. This is pre-Eminem LB beef. Oh, yeah. This is before the beef with D12. Yeah. It's Slim Shady, the crazy-ass cracker. Stain, the brand-new drug for your veins. Yeah, he didn't like Stain's first album cover, though. You know, he didn't like that fucking EP yeah, cover or whatever. Fucking, yeah, it was uh, uh, blasphemous. You know, it's funny how he fucking, uh, uh, Aaron Lewis did that fucking, he's down with that cover, but then he tells fucking West, don't forget where you came from. <laughs> He's such a fucking hypocrite, that guy. <laughs> speak dude, English, too, at his fucking concerts. Don't speak Spanish. Oh, yeah, dude. Fuck him, dude. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a fucking moron. Oh, man. I, I, see, see, the world should hate fucking Aaron Lewis like they hate Fred Dirt. Yeah, man. You know? That's that, really where it's belonging to. I mean, don't don't take your son to fucking uh, to see Stain, bro. Aaron Lewis will fucking have a problem with that. <laughs> Is that an interracial mix, kid? Get uh, him out of here! <laughs> you're gone! Sustained! <laughs> Fuck Aaron Lewis. Jesus Christ. Alright. So, uh, next song, A Lesson Learned. Yeah, man, and that's a 10 out of 10. Let's go. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Uh, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Let the song play. I'll be right back. 
take care of some business but i don't know what the fuck well remember earlier i said no sex is my second least favorite yeah this is my first yeah i'll join you on that one bro i'm giving this one uh, as a as a heavy consumer of heavy riffs <laughs> a five out of ten that's too high but as a consumer for black savage planet caravan I give it a 10 uh, out of 10 for Planet Caravan style. This makes more sense than Rearrange yeah. in style of mood because, it, I mean, it's kind of like that. And and there's so much shit over Fred's vocals. The only part I like about this is when he goes a little higher. Uh, I know more people when he starts going a little higher. Yeah. But even that is like, okay, why do you have to end all your albums this way? I mean, they could have perfectly ended the album with uh, the song right before it. Show me what uh, you got. Show me what you got, bro. It was the perfect, it's like basically when you read the thank you, you know what I mean? It it was literally the perfect ending. Yeah. Nothing else was needed. You could have still put the intro on it. It would have been a fucking perfection. But for the simple fact that he ended it a fucking banger of an album like this, and, you know, I know Fred likes the moody shit. That's cool and all. But as a fucking Biscuit fan, dude, and listening to this album, bro, it's like, nah, are well, you going to end like that? True. I don't know why he does that. He likes doing that. I think they just like fucking with us, bro. <laughs> He's got to be just another troll move. Yeah, but I, I mean, hence the name Limp Biscuit, and, you know, all the fucking, you know, crazy shit they do. You know, I I, I wonder how far they would have got with Bitch Piglet. Is there now, I don't understand these. Okay, I know they got the outro, and then, you know, la- untitled, the last track. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. So let's let's end this motherfucker uh, with the outro. All right, here we go.
<laughs> I love it. <laughs> now, I can when I'm listening to that, I could just totally picture them. They're like, "All right, we got to do an outro for the album. Let's just go around in the studio, fuck around, and we'll fuck with my voice, and you know, make it change tones." And it, fucking... it, it says that was Matt Pinfield. No, Matt Pinfield is on the hidden track. The hidden track is not a song. It's just Matt Pinfield talking about Limp Bizkit. Okay. Waiting for it to come on. You know? Come on, man. Hey, it's the ball, man, and I'm here to tell you why the go. Limp Biscuit album is so important. That's because CDs like this one spare you from all the chart-topping, teeny-bobbing, disposable, happy horseshit that brings up the bile from the back of my neck. Word. I have no time or tolerance for all shitty, whack acts like that. Word. I wouldn't piss on their CDs to put out a fire. You know, I'm tired of all those lame-ass, team-ass, prefabricated, sorry excuses for singers and musicians who don't even write their own songs. Damn. What the world needs now is a musical revolution we need some rock we need something that has balls we need something with substance depth something with soul some edge some passion some power shit if it's gonna be mellow fuck man it better have something it better mean something i'm telling you you gotta hit them with something hard you gotta stick them with something limp like limp biscuit i'm so fucking tired of the shit that i'm hearing on the radio radio sucks the same fucking songs over and over again. All the weak ones, all that disposable crap that isn't going to matter in three months. It's just shit. It's crap, Fred. Fred, I'm telling you, there's nothing but shit going on, and we need some new music. What, what, what about Limp Biscuit? Limp Biscuit is fucking cool. You guys are cool. The new record's great. But fuck all that other shit. I'm so sick of all that weak shit that's yeah, taking up space on the charts. Fuck that shit, Fred. I'm out of here. Damn. Dude, fucking Pinfield is pissed. Oh man, I gotta go find that bald bastard. What a fucking. I love that. <laughs> I love that, bro. Now we got three seconds of the out of the untitled. Here we go. It's just the. Uh, we'll let them see. I don't think it's anything. I don't think that was it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, what a way to end it. Fucking uh, Matt Pinfield just going the fuck off. Man. I love that. I miss Matt Pinfield. What the fuck happened to Matt Pinfield? I don't know, man. We got to talk to fucking, uh, we got to talk to uh, the homie Abel and find out. But it sounds like I think he has the inside scoops on stuff we need to know. You think he knows fucking Matt Pinfield? (laughs) Of course, bro. You know, fucking, uh, Abel's in a land where we only wish we could be at. <laughs> you know, he, he's got the inside I don't, I don't scoop. Know. I don't know if Abel's ever ran into Matt Pinfield. Maybe he has. Nah, bro, I'm telling you, bro. He, I, definitely, he's worked for fucking corn for 10 years, bro. He, he's ran into Pinfield a couple times backstage. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, he probably walked by like, what up, Baldy? What up, dude? <laughs> Abel. 
Matt Penfield is like fucking an encyclopedia of fucking knowledge, bro. Like he, he's the uh, Eddie Trunk of. Well, actually, no, he's not. I don't. I don't. I don't know, bro. That uh, that other dude. Uh, what's his name? Jose. I always say he looks like your uncle Abel. Uh, um, Jose Mangan. Yeah, he's the fucking the metal fucking encyclopedia. Yeah, yeah, no, he's cool too. But Matt Pinfield is just I. I'm not saying metal. I'm saying music and just, like every kind of music. He's what Eddie. He's the Eddie Trunk we want. Yeah, <laughs> goddamn it, dude. And fucking at least fucking Pinfield is fucking passionate about more than fucking kiss. No, no, no diss, no diss, Eddie Trunk. But we're both from Jersey, bro, and I love you, man. Fuck Eddie Trunk. Well, he's I from. Mean, I'm sure he's, a, he's a nice guy and all. Yeah, fucking, you're you're from Cali. That's why you're saying that. Fucking Eddie Trunk. There you go. You can get away with it. Who made him the spokesperson of metal? What the fuck? Uh, fucking uh, what was Metallica's fucking first label? Oh, Megaforce Records. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, fucking, fuck you, Johnny Zazula. No, <laughs> but all in all, I give this album. I'll give this album a nine out of ten. Yeah, that's what I'm going. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten, bro. Which is a bona fide classic. Exactly, bro. This is this is a fucking this is a bona fide classic, bro. I, I I'll say right now though. I mean, I love Significant Other. Don't get me wrong, but Chocolate might 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 be a full ten out of ten. Oh no, Chocolate! I fucking I thump I thump out in the fuck. I mean, I'll thump rolling all those fucking jams out there. Oh fuck it! I'll be there. Is a fucking great no. Uh, yeah, I'll be there. I think or it'll be okay. Boiler, be okay. boiler, fucking Cool Nelson. Yeah. Uh, even their, even their even their intro and outro are dope. On that one. Oh, I love yeah, I love the the fucking alien intro. I love it. <laughs> I mean, that's what we fucking. Well, no, we don't use that. But I, mm. I, I'm gonna remake our fucking theme song. I mean, there's too much fucking echo on that. Hey man, if you remake it, just let me know. And I'll you know I'll fucking you know put yeah, it on. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it. But by the way, I like the I like the new cover you made. I mean, it's it's the same thing, but the font looks cooler. Oh looks yeah, brighter. You know. Uh, my, minus one. Yeah, minus one, bro. Oh, but we love Brain Dead. Yeah, we love him, but he quit. He's fucking Jason Newstead at this podcast. Yeah, he's he Jason Newstead at us, bro. <laughs> Jason Newstead. Nah, he, nah, like, he Dave and us, bro. He Dave and us, <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> he's whacking off right now, I guarantee it. Exactly, bro. <laughs> Getting us in trouble. <laughs> you know what? It's better that he left before uh, any fucking uh, cancellation went down. True that. True that. Okay, true dude, that. We're doing we're doing Olympus Biscuit podcast. We'll be canceled any day now. You know, seriously, we're gonna have the fucking gonna be in jail soon, dude. <laughs> I mean, earlier I immediately regretted uh, the. Uh, I feel like going out and sexually assaulting. <laughs> yeah, dude. When you say, I was like, you know what, man? But it's Olympus Biscuit podcast. Bro, Come motherfuckers on, know we're if joking. If you can't see the humor in that, you're purposely not saying it. And 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 if you and if you can't see the humor in that, then why the fuck you listen to this podcast, dude? <laughs> and if you can't see the humor in that, uh, how how could you get through? I met a, a child molester in Woodchester. <laughs> yeah, seriously, bro. Like like, what the fuck? Why didn't you cancel that song? Yeah, come on. Well, they canceled. The, I mean, the fucking. America canceled Limp Bizkit a long time ago. Yeah, they're coming back, bro. Like 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 Roach Coast says, New Metal's back, baby. New Metal's back. New Metal's back, baby. <laughs> right? 
There it was, bro. We did it. All right, man. Well, I mean, well, the next one we're going to fucking have up, uh, we're going to do chocolate starfish and nope. hot dog flavored water. No, nope. well, that's the next album we're doing, but we're doing fucking, are we going to do Woodstock 99? No, no, no. Let's go. We'll go chocolate next, man. We'll do chocolate next, bro. Uh, we'll see. Well, we'll, we'll not make anything definitive on any episode because well, it can change. Well, I want to bring chocolate in because I want to bring my, I want to bring my homie. You know, we're going to, I'm trying, you know. Uh, Jeremiah Mayhem from uh, Concrete Dream, uh, uh, you know, signed to the E Train Records with Danny Diablo. Actually, wants to, yeah. you know, he wants to be, he wants to do an episode with us. And um, yeah. I mean, fucking, I, I think chocolate would fucking would kill with us three. Yeah, bro. I mean, chocolate's gonna be like chocolate's our, gonna our, chocolate's our, gonna be the that's gonna be our fucking white fucking podcast episode, like the well, white yeah, album. That's our fucking peak. That's our 1999 right there. There you go, bro. That, that's our fucking never mind. That's our black album. That's our fucking countdown. You know what? That's our chocolate. That's our chocolate starfish, bro. Fuck! I didn't even think about that. <laughs> that just fucked me up, man. It's our countdown to extinction. Well, it's our rest in peace. It's our fucking master of puppets. It's our chocolate starfish. Wow, dude! You just fucked my world up by saying that, man. Holy shit! Yeah, bro. Fucking. Pay attention. Cho- chocolate starfish is going to be our chocolate starfish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like Fred. It's, like Fred. It's so simple, but it connects. Exactly, bro. We're going to have Jeremiah Mayhem come on here with us, man. Uh, you got any, uh, any, you know, the same thing at the end of the fucking shows. Where can they find yeah. you? All that shit. Like always, follow me on Instagram at Scribble Official. Cop my new album, Black Eyed Children. Out now through Hell Patrol, Sony Music. Features from Marcos Curiel of POD, uh, Chris Barnes, former Cannibal Corp, Six Feet Under, doing the intro, uh, Red Cloud, we got fucking uh, self-titled, it's a fucking great record, you know what I mean, go fucking listen to it, it's real hip-hop shit, that's it. If you haven't bought it by now, you need to go fucking buy it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm going to promote it every episode, so motherfuckers better get used to it. You know? Hey man, he could self promote. It's his podcast too. That's right. You know, nothing wrong with trying to make some money. Make so, the moolah. So go buy some t shirts at fucking tellingthreads.com slash fancast media and tellingthreads.com slash fun the dungeon podcast. That's right. <laughs> they're cheap and they're great quality for me to you. <laughs> but yeah, man. All right. All right, bro. Another yeah, great yeah. episode. Put biscuit. All right, scribbity scribs. All right, brother. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll see you on the next one, bro. All right, brother, man. Peace out. All right, peace. Later.